Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's only 15 days, 15 days until training camp kind of starts for the Colts. The rookies report on July 23rd. What are the things that we need to see at camp from the Indianapolis Colts to continue to be really, really confident that they're going to win the AFC South? Yesterday told you that the Colts aren't just the presumptive favorite in the South. They are absolutely the only favorite in the South. They are the only team that can win the South. What do we need to see in training camp in order to feel confident about that? Pacers Summer League action starts tonight. Are they going to deal for DeAndre Ayton? Would this bother people? Are the Pacers good enough to be able to bring in an upgrade, and he would be an upgrade like Ayton, and, and fill out that starting lineup, shipping Miles Turner to Phoenix, would they be good enough to contend in the uh, in the NBA Eastern Conference? Would they be able to get, not, for the, not to win the conference, but to get to the playoffs? Interesting question. Summer League, do we care? Chet Holmgren, for God's sake, don't install, it's not time to enshrine him in, in the Basketball Hall of Fame yet, based upon one game. Did you see what Kenneth Lofton Jr. did to Chet Holmgren, which was entirely predictable, for God's sake, in his second game in the Summer League? And I told you yesterday the Cubs were going to lose by more than one and a half runs. They just barely did. They sweated it out a little bit last night, it, losing by two. Came back in the ninth inning a little bit. Yikes. Almost a terrible night financially for people who listen to me. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. And what is this moisture falling from the sky? What do we call this stuff? I We haven't seen it in so long. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Concert tonight at Ruoff could be ruined by the uh, by the weather. This is Breakfast with Ken for Friday, July 8th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. What do they do? They take a plumbing problem, they enact a plumbing solution, and whap! You got great plumbing. Jared Johnson, the best. 765-610-8809. 
the number smash that subscribe button hit the like button we're going for 248 likes today on a friday and of course if you want to donate donate and if you want to ask a question you donate i see it in a special graphic it's very very obvious regular comments are kind of hard to see those that are accompanied by a donation they pop which is very nice of the youtube people all right let's talk about the colts and camp all right what do we need to see we need to see alec pierce look like a guy who is an obvious number two behind michael pittman jr taking 53rd in the nfl draft first draft pick of the colts in the draft you can get a guy at that level to produce as a rookie hopefully alec pierce can because if not him who paris campbell has played 15 games in his first three seasons we hope that Paris Campbell is going to be healthy, but if he's not, you got to have another guy because behind those three, you've got Des Patman, Mike Strawn, Ashton Doolin, Kiki Kute. you got a bunch of guys. These are just guys. You can find that kind of player at the Walmart. No offense to those guys. Those guys, they're really good receivers. They're just not NFL contributing receivers for the Colts, and they need NFL contributing receivers. Alec Pierce has got to be that guy. He's got to figure out figure it out quick. He's got speed. He's got range, right? He's long. He is tall. He's a guy. I, I'll tell you what, the Colts, they got some tall guys. Yeah, they got some 6'4 guys. And speaking of tall guys, we need to also see Jelani Woods kind of assume that role as the alpha male tight end. I know he's taken 73rd, and the 73rd pick of the NFL draft is not always going to be a dynamic force offensively as a rookie, but Mo Ali Cox, we really haven't seen, other than that one year with Phillip Rivers, he's pretty good. Just under 30, or just under 40 receptions. Not bad. He's tall, he's got huge hands, we know that, but can Jelani Woods get on the field in the way that Jack Doyle was on the field for the Colts and be as productive as Jack Doyle? Or is Mo Ali Cox going to move into that role and Johnny Woods comes up and does things that Mo has done the last few years? you, you got to be versatile as a, uh, as a Colt wide receiver. You can't just be a receiving only wide, uh, tight end for the Colts. You've got to also be able to block. They demand that of their tight ends. We'll see if Johnny Woods is ready to assume that mantle. I want to see Dio Odangbo. All right, we know what happened last year. We know he had the torn Achilles. He was rehabbing from it, trying to get on the field, trying to be dynamic. The explosiveness after an Achilles tear, it kind of goes away for a while because uh, muscles, they shrink with the inactivity that's required from recovery of an Achilles tear. The other leg you can't use properly, so you got problems getting back to 100% of explosiveness and flexibility. Hopefully, Dial ready to go as a sophomore for the Colts, because let's face it, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the way they do this stuff. You know, they, they rotate guys constantly, right? So you've got Quiddy Pay and you've got Yannick Ngakwe, who are going to start at edge, right? But then you got to have productivity behind those guys because the depth is going to play. And that's Odengbo, and that's Lewis coming off his torn ACL. Hopefully he's good to go. 
if you've got those four guys, if you've got Odangbo being the guy that he was touted to be prior to his being drafted in 2021 as a second rounder, you know what? If you can get that guy on the field and he really becomes Hurricane Dale, Hurricane Dial, you got a chance to have a defensive front that is going to change games. We'll see if that comes to pass. Isaiah Rogers, look, we all know that Isaiah Rogers has got great speed, but what we've got to see in camp from Isaiah Rogers is that he's not going to make quite so many mistakes. Just because you've got the speed to recover from mistakes, that doesn't mean that you need to make mistakes. So he's got to come out in camp and he's got to learn his craft. Ron Miles is going to be a big uh, kind of factor in getting that done. He's the new secondary coach for the Colts. He's teaching these guys the right way to play the secondary in the NFL. Isaiah Rogers is going to benefit from that. I think we see him take a significant jump in class. So you're going to have Stephon Gilmore. You are going to have uh, <clears throat> Isaiah Rogers. Obviously, you got Pro Bowler Kenny Moore. This is a good group of cornerbacks as long as all three stay healthy. Uh, you've also got to see, wait a minute, We've got a list of Colts stuff, right, in guys, and we haven't talked about Matt Ryan yet. How's that possible? Matt Ryan, the most important player on this team. I'll tell you why. Because we're talking about what we need to see in camp. And barring some kind of bizarre injury, like Carson Wentz suffered last year in camp, or didn't suffer in camp, but was revealed in camp last year, that broken bone in his foot, that likely had been there since high school, barring something wackadoodle like that, Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. And in camp, nobody's going to hit him, and he's just going to throw <laughs> surgically precise passes throughout camp. That's what's going to happen. And we don't need to watch it because we've seen it. We saw it in minicamp. We know how accurate he is. This is not going to be a thing. Matt Ryan is not a concern in camp. We're going to see him play a little bit in the preseason. And then on September 11th in Houston, he's got to start putting the ball where it needs to be in the regular season for the Colts to win. they got to win their first two games. They don't win their first two games. It's time to circle the wagons and try to figure out what the hell's going on with this team. Because if you don't start 2-0 against the Texans, the worst team by proclamation in the NFL, and the Jaguars... Both games on the road. So this would be the first time that the Colts would have gone, can go 2-0, winning both of their first two games on the road. That doesn't happen altogether too often, where your first two games are on the road. And that's why the Colts haven't been able to do this since 1977. Wow. We'll see if they can do it. Going to be really, really interesting. Uh, speaking of the NFL, another uh, arrest for the Chicago Bears this one, uh, David Moore, wide receiver, expected to be their number one option at wide receiver. He was arrested because he fell asleep, it reportedly fell asleep, while in line at the drive through of a Taco Bell. Taco Bell needs to put some kind of loud music or some kind of irritant outside their restaurant so people stop falling asleep in the drive through He was arrested. He had gummies. Uh, cops smelled the aroma of marijuana, so they searched. They found three handguns. You only have two hands. Why in the hell do you have three handguns in a car? 
I'm not talking about gun control. I'm talking about common sense. You're carrying three handguns. Why? Are you Doc Holliday? Do you need one in your shoe? What are you doing? Three handguns, two hands, you do the math. Anyways, uh, it was released on $5,000 bond, and there you go. Um, David Moore arrested. The, the bears are getting arrested during this period between minicamp and training camp in, in exactly the way that teams hope guys don't. You know, the Colts, no arrests yet. Knock wood, haven't had an arrest in a while. That's a good thing. We remember what happened with David Perry. That was no good, right? This offseason, much quieter. That's what happens when you draft the way the Colts do. Pacers Summer League, 6 o'clock tonight against Charlotte. Going to be fun to watch these guys play a little bit. Uh, Matherin's going to be pretty fascinating. Benedict Matherin. Chris Duarte says he's going to play. Should be interesting to watch that game. It'll be on ESPN, too. Should the Pacers go out and get a guy like DeAndre Ayton? DeAndre Ayton right now is 23. He's going to turn 24 later this month. He would make the Pacers demonstrably better to me. He's a 16 and 10 or 11 guy. Miles Turner is a 13 and 7 guy. Both guys underperforming to their draft pedigree a little bit, and so people are a little bit worried about going out and getting DeAndre Ayton. The only question about DeAndre Ayton to the Pacers is this. Number one, what do you have to give up? I don't think you have to give up too much because I don't think the Suns are that interested in paying Aiton a max deal. The Pacers, they have the money to do that. Would the Pacers, though, be making themselves marginally better? And for what? Right? You've got an opportunity this offseason. There is a guy, right? Uh, Victor Wambangama is a guy who's going to be the number one draft pick in 2023, according to everybody, and he is the next kind of generational guy, generational talent. Would you rather play the young guys, not upgrade at center with Aiton, and take your chance on getting that, uh, having a, at least a shot at that generational guy? If you acquire Aiton, does that put you in the playoffs at a meaningful level? That's the question that Kevin Pritchard has to ask himself and answer. Uh, He and Chad Buchanan have got to figure that out. Are they ready to kind of put their chips in the middle of the table based upon DeAndre Ayton, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Benedict Matherin, Jalen Smith, Chris Duarte, and maybe Buddy Heald? If you have a starting lineup of Halliburton, uh, Heald, Matherin, Smith, and Aiton, how many games can you expect to win? Are you going to get to a place where you can win 45 or 50 games this upcoming season or in two years with that starting lineup? Maybe, and that's kind of the point, right? They're going to have to figure that out. Cubs lost last night 5-3. to three. I told you that they were going to lose. The spread was 1.5. Dodgers by 1.5. I said, bet everything you got on the Dodgers. The Dodgers covered but it was tight because Craig Kimbrell came in in the ninth, mowed down the first two guys, and then all of a sudden things went a little bit wacky. You had Hap get on, Hap take second on uh, defensive indifference, and then Suzuki doubles. All of a sudden, it's 5-3. to three. 
and and the game is in doubt, and certainly the bet is in doubt with the runner in scoring position. Kimbrell leaves, and the uh, the Dodgers they get the save and the win by two, proving me to be somewhat of a sage when it comes to wagering. I don't miss not much. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? On this beautiful Friday, what a Friday! It's raining. And I'm still out here. Too stupid to come in out of the rain. That is a fact. Uh, Scott Wainer, happy birthday to Scott in St. Louis. Good dude. Jason Presley, happy birthday. Lisa Williams, Cody McKay, Albert Donato, celebrating a birthday. Shannon Nichols, Julie Swartz, who I saw celebrating her birthday. She worked at Entercom when I was at Entercom uh, over at Wolfie's at Geist. Good to see Julie and Patty and the other Julie. Which was, uh, which was nice. And then the great Gene Baglin celebrating a birthday as well. Gene, uh, Gene, I got to tell you the truth. As a salesperson, when I was a program director, we had some contentious moments. But as a person, one of the most wonderful people you're ever going to meet in your life. Happy birthday to Gene. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment coming out of the rain. I would still play golf in this. I don't know about you, but it rains like this. I'm still playing golf. Let's go. We're in the Cubs shirt, hoping that the Cubs can win their fifth consecutive series. It's Friday. We dance. We haven't danced in a while. This, of course, the windmill invented by the great Scott Hermetti. This is what you do. You're an old guy. Even if you're a young guy, you can't dance better than the windmill, can you? I don't think so. I'm getting in out of the rain is what I'm doing.